me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Oh, panel off topic with Jake and Tyler. Hello, Internet. We're back. I don't know why Christ. I'm. Ta- I don't know why I'm talking like that. Hello, Internet. I really like. I heard you like the Internet. Um, <laughs> why did it go goofy? There's a little bit of goof there. Goof. You know, sometimes the Internet just really just does it for me. It just says, you know what? This is why I'm awesome. And I saw a picture of a dump truck, and on the back it says rock sand, and underneath it says you don't have to put on the red light. Yeah. I'm like, God damn you! It's internet. really good. God stuff. damn you, internet, for just God. Oh, I love it. I can't fucking quit you. All right, welcome back to another episode of Off Panel, Off Topic, episode number eight, everybody. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, before we get into this, kind of the topics that we want to talk about today, uh, I do want to talk about um, just stuff that we're enjoying, not necessarily comic book related, you know, more of the pop culture related, but. Uh, so what's something that you're enjoying right now? What's like your silver lining in your week? Uh, uh well, right now it's what if, um, that's the thing that kind of like, you I, know. I, I'm caught up. I watched all three episodes. What was the deal with the third one? The what third one, uh, what? I liked it in a sense of, uh, I liked that they tried something new with the format, but uh, I guess, but it was just like, what, what if is what it is. See, this is the problem. I'm not going to get into it. No, this is the problem uh, that you, you run into with What If is um, you're trying to be new and different and tell new stories, right. but at the same time, you don't want to drift too far away. I don't know. I, I didn't have a, Honestly, I didn't have a problem with it. You, I don't understand why people didn't like you it. You know that I am... Are a lot of people saying that? A lot of people didn't like this episode. I... You know that I am one of the biggest what if apologists out there. Like I love the idea of it. I loved that comic book when I was growing up. I love everything about it. It's awesome. I, I I'm I'm super big fan. The first two episodes, the second episode was awesome. Just crazy fantastic. But this past one was just like, okay, I'm really trying to hard to give you you guys the benefit of the doubt because I believe in this project and I like it. But I just don't know if maybe you guys went a little bit off the reservation on this one. But you know what? Hey, honestly, Kevin Feige has his finger in all of it. So if he greenlit it, all right. Okay. I, I know better than to question that motherfucker. Well, it, I think it's still it's still showing the, uh, the, the abilities of what you can do inside that, that framing. Where yeah. You can tell that kind of a story. Because there's no way that would be a mainstream story. Yeah, it was dark, too. Also, um, if we, uh, when we finally get so popular that we're like a fixture at San Diego Comic Con, and we finally do meet <laughs> Kevin Feige, um, I refer we're hosting to you, a Marvel panel. I refer to you as motherfucker in the respectful term, like you know, you're a bad motherfucker. It's like, like it's like when Sam Jackson calls someone. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just uh, want to make sure you know that we think you're awesome. Yeah. We love you, Kevin Feige. <laughs> I fucking do, man. No, I'm enjoying it as well. Fanboy, uh, I, de- I, I, I think that um, the the T'Challa Star Lord episode, I like that one the most, mm-hmm. just because that one really uh, twists the format, and, and and like I love the fact that they got Josh Brolin to come back and be Thanos, and then they made me cry last the time. End, you fuckers. Well, then they, I like the twist of even setting up more stuff with Ego showing up and meeting Peter but that's earlier. Really, but that's a story for yeah. another time. Uh, so Jeffrey Wright, I, I will uh, say I, this, that the way that they portrayed the Watcher, especially this last episode, like in the background a couple times, that was pretty cool. Yeah. my biggest, my biggest One of my biggest issues with this show is how it's being released. This should just be, they should have just released the whole season as one thing. The reason why... Th- this yeah. is the most bingeable show that they have mm-hmm. because they're 30-minute episodes. They yep. don't mean anything. Yep. Like, they're cool, unique... Well, see... No, they're not. They're not... Yeah. I wouldn't... I... You... Dude, if they tie this in, I'm done. I'm done. What? Because this is done... This is gonna just... Tyler, this is... What has destroyed the comic book industry consistently? What has consistently killed the comic book industry? I don't know. When they have too many fucking universes, too many multiple uni- all this shit, and then they have too much going on, and it gets convoluted, and people are going to turn off. If they, like if somebody they, just needs a note card. If they keep going down this path, you're going to hate it. You, you act like you won't eventually hate these movies. You will. 
because they're going to keep doing this shit. I don't want what if tied to the MCU other than, hey, remember these movies? What if this happened? That's all I want. I don't want it to be tied in any fucking grand scheme of this timeline shit because I'm already getting agitated. So I don't want it. Wow, you clearly are agitated. Yes, I am. But I, I think am. that you were agitated when you woke up today. No, I'm agitated because what if should be its own fucking thing. No, I'm just kidding. But I, 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 in all seriousness, I do worry that it is going to convolute things. And I've already talked to at nauseum about this on the show. But I'm just saying... It is worrisome. Ad nauseum. That's a new character that we just created. Because you already, after three episodes, there's already one episode where you're like, eh, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? And you're really going to try and put the... How would you even implement those what-if stories into the canon? How? I didn't say you'd make them canon. But you keep they, doing that like you think they will. I don't know, but man. They, there's a... Just we'll wait. We'll see. I see that. That's what I'm talking about. That's what makes me think that you I, think they're going to tie I it. I do. And the reason why I do is because there's that scene in a lot of the previews and shit where they show the Avengers and then they change into like T'Challa Star-Lord and Thanos Gamora and, and fucking Sorcerer Supreme Peter Parker Spider-Man, yeah. dude. Well, that's because season two. I think. Huh? Well, they, I know for a fact that they have a, a second season. Did I? Oh, oh! I meant to do. <coughs> okay. What am I? Wasn't there a no, cough button? That's the mute button. You already hit it. Mm. Stop fucking with the board. We stopped touching my. T- so touching your button. <laughs> <laughs> you really know how to push my buttons. Oh, I do. So, <laughs> uh, no, but I. I, I don't I, know why I'm so aggro about it. I don't know. It just it just irks me. It it were I just I don't know. Okay. But anyway. No, I just, I mean... I, I like the show, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I just no, don't... I, do too. I don't know. I don't think there's a good way to tie that into anything else. Because uh, what is worrying me already about this, the whole multiverse saga, is we're immediately go- jumping into the Spider-Man stuff. And speaking of Spider-Man, No Way Home, Let's we saw the trailer. trailer. You saw the trailer Then at this we point. jerked off. <laughs> Like everybody I, else did, like oh Marvel. I uh, I was ah! I was walking my dog and yeah, you were. I was no, I really was. Oh, you I thought that was a euphemism. Jesus, what? Something that's nice and wholesome that I do with my dog, and you made it dirty. <laughs> no, I meant no, I know. Yeah, <laughs> fucking with you. I meant your dog was your wiener, and you were walking. No, I know when it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I love it when you explain <laughs> the joke, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, Wait a second. There's a reason this show is called Off Panel, Off Topic. Because um, I was just off panel. I was walking Coop um, outside because I didn't know. Because this was when the leak happened. This was r- the day after the leak happened. Mm-hmm. And they scrubbed it. I didn't want to try to. W- well, they scrubbed it from I the did, Yeah, I didn't want to try and find it anymore. Uh, yeah. It I mean, would have been shitty quality. By the time I found out about it, it had already been pretty much deleted from all over the internet. Yeah. So yeah. It, it didn't. I didn't. I was fine. Uh, but yeah, I was walking Coop and I had it in my hand and I was walking and then I saw the uh, trailer or my, it, Adam, who uh friend of the show, who will be on the show at some point. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but he's like, holy shit, the, you got to watch this fucking Spider-Man trailer. And I was like, oh shit, the real one's out. So I went to YouTube and I made sure I like looked in. I went to it the, still hardly seems real. Yeah, I went to the Sony, like, I saw the Sony official YouTube, so I was like, okay, so clearly this is the real deal. there's nothing fucking worse than going on YouTube, looking for a trailer, and and some some fucking cocksucker, oh my god, and it's always so shitty. And you know what I really hate? I've gotten a lot better at, like, being able to determine that it's not a real trailer within, like, ten seconds. If it's not from the official, uh, if it's not, like, from, like... Yeah, well, a lot of them say official... No, I mean like there's a few like movie clips, uh Joe Blow, um there's a couple out there that you can trust, but it is it is like hard to navigate because a lot of those fucking fan-made trailers have very convincing thumbnails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've I've definitely got burned by that before. I was like, "Oh, fuck, fuck so you." So fucking irritating. They take like a a clip of the actor from another it, it movie would be di- and it, insert it like really terribly. It would be different into if some st- fucking green screen shit it would be different if some like some of them are pretty upfront and that say fan edit and i appreciate those people yeah yeah just tell me it's a fan edit and, and i then won't I'll watch, watch it no i won't watch no, it because no no you i i watch it no because i have a positive view on it instead of like okay so you're not trying to clickbait me this is what this is i'll watch this this is cool sure okay 
if you're saying this is a fan edit, then yeah, you're not trying to clickbait me because I won't click on you because get, get a different hobby. That's go away. Gross. I'm going to I'm going to pretend I'm going to fake out all these people into thinking there's a real trailer out here. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Coca-Cola, by the way. Just cracked open a Coke. Yeah. Tyler's going. one. Actually, no, they're not. Unofficial sponsor, though. That's that's going to be a new t- thing this week. Unofficial sponsor, Coca-Cola. Are you having a hot day at the park? We're not doing you? an ad. Uh, it's unofficial, so we don't have to do any ad reads. We just mention it. It was going to be really funny. Well, the only, the only commercials I watch are trailers, and I'm talking about Spider-Man. You look really... <laughs> you look so upset. Uh, let's talk about No Way Home. Uh, what? No way, home. Oh, <laughs> what? Uh, what are some of our favorite moments from the trailer? Uh, For me, it's the pumpkin bomb. Yeah, when the pumpkin bomb hits and you hear De- Willem Dafoe's cackle. Can I say something? I don't give a shit about Peter Parker's personal life. I never have. I never have either. When, when I finally, I mean, I understand that's I was, like the pillar right, of Spider-Man. That's, that's but like half the trailer, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. Show me the. Show me the Doc Ock and the fucking. I I know it's bad, but it's like I show just, me more punching. No, no, Z- yeah. Zendaya is incredibly attractive, so that's fun, and she's a great actress. Uh, the guy who plays Ned, he's funny. I think you know? her and Tom Holland's relationship is it's it reminds me a lot of Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone because they've been publicly together. Like I don't know if they're actually dating or not, but they already they have. You can see that chemistry that they have naturally come on screen like with uh far from home i thought they were great together and and now they're really gonna kind of elaborate that on this movie i'm interested in what they're trying to do with it and we'll get into that a little bit more but um so my favorite is is the pumpkin bomb hearing willem dafoe's laugh and Mm. i and i and i think that's important because i think this movie is acknowledging that while raimi's movies had its faults they properly cast that movie x you can argue about toby mcguire i don't I don't really like Tobey Maguire that much as Spider-Man, but Green Goblin and Doc Ock especially were perfectly cast, and I love the fact that they got Alfred fucking Molina. The guy, the guy that you uh, had run uh, Sandman, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, he was awesome. I wonder. To be really honest, the only shitty fucking casting in that whole like trilogy was fucking Topher Grace. Yeah, because every other one was spot on. Their justification for that was they were trying to make him look seem more like Peter. Parker and be like a dark reflection of Peter instead of the bulky looking. No, what happened was is Marvel was like, we want to make sure you can put Venom in this movie too. Yeah, Sam Raimi was was like, like, no, no, I wanted these two. No, it's Sandman, and then who? uh, Hobgoblin. Oh God, you know if you're gonna do Hobgoblin, give him the fucking Hobgoblin costume. Come on, man, what was that? No, but what was that? Well, flying snowboard shit. We'll get there because that brings up a good Raimi. That brings up a good topic. What was your favorite moment of the trailer? Uh, I, I honestly like, yeah, just, just the, the, I, I know it's terrible, but the callbacks, I mean, you know, hello, Peter, like, um, Alfred Molina is the best. You know, you know what Alfred Molina part is my favorite? Mm. Um, do you remember who we, do you remember, um, uh, Boogie Nights? Oh yeah. He's the fucking he was weirdo. In that. He was in that movie, yeah. He's the weirdo who's trying to buy the Coke and he's got the fucking little, Thai kid running around like fucking throwing off firecrackers and Thomas Jane is just like <laughs> mm. that whole scene is fucking Alfred insane Molina. yeah um, but my favorite uh, Alfred Molina scene is I like uh, how this became an Alfred Molina like Stan podcast he was also the guy in uh, Indiana Jones throw me the idol I throw you the oh, whip yeah, yeah. that's Alfred Molina but also uh, he was in a Jim Jarmusch movie called uh, Coffee and Cigarettes and he had a scene with um, uh, Steve Coogan, who is also a, an incredibly hilarious guy. And this is before Steve Coogan kind of blew up, so he's mainly known in you know kind of indie circles or whatever. But Molina's an established actor, so they're both talking, and they're just talking about stuff. And every time Steve Coogan says something, uh, Alfred Molina's like, oh, that's really cool. You, you know, I would love to be a part of that. And Steve Coogan's just like, well, I'll see what I can do. I, I, I'm not sure, you know. And the whole thing, it keeps going that way for a while. And then Molina gets a phone call, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, Spike, hello, yeah. Oh, I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. So he gets off the phone, and Steve Coogan's like, who, who, who was that? And he's like, yeah, that was Spike Jones. Spike Jones? Spike Jones, really? Spike <laughs> Jones you, calls you? Yeah, yeah, he wants me to do a movie. Oh, 
you know, that's cool. Do you, do you think I could maybe be, you know, be a part of that? And and the scene ends with Alfred Molina being like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and it's just a really hilarious, like, flip-flopping of, like, it, obviously you got to watch it for it to do it justice. But they're both really great in that scene because they're both really funny and, and both really good actors. So um, I'm just excited that, yeah, that they brought him back. That Oh, and J.K. Simmons being back because he's, he's the only person that could be J. Jonah James. Pretty much. But here's the other thing, too, is um, uh, in, in in terms of having uh, Alfred Molina come back, like with Christian Bale in uh, Love and Thunder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale is one of those actors that won't take a part if the script sucks. He doesn't do, like, he did Dark Knight, but because the script was good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and after the second one, he was like, well, I have to I don't to do know about that. One. He was in Terminator Salvation. I feel well, like maybe that, the script was better when he signed no, on. No, I think that was. Yeah, I need to. I need to remodel. I need to remodel my bathroom. Perhaps that's what I feel like. Because you, you got. I feel sure. like actors do take movies to just pay for shit. But <laughs> the quality of craftsmanship involved in Love and Thunder makes me think that there's there's a very good reason well, why Ta- he's going Ta- to God Taika said it's it's the craziest movie he's ever. So made. I think Alfred. Um, I think Alfred was given a script that was just top notch, and he was like, "This sounds good to me." That's that's what well, I also, love about all these movies. Also, is Alfred they get Molina, these really good actors. Alfred Molina is also very much a theater guy. He's very much a stage actor. Yeah. So I'm sure he was he took that because I don't know where where he came in and filming because I know they filmed during the pandemic. Mm. So I'm wondering if he thought like maybe they offered him that role and he took it because he can't perform on stage anymore. You know, during perhaps the, that thing. So that's, that's a, what I'm definitely wondering. a possibility. Uh, th- I think that whatever the case may be, I'm glad that he's back. I'm yeah. glad that they did this. Like it's a, it, and, but it's a weird thing because I think this might be the last MCU Spider-Man movie. I think they have in, on contract. This for, is Sony's way of taking have, all the things from the MCU and sliding them into the, their universe. I think this is gonna something's going to happen. He's slated for one more appearance in an MCU movie after this one. Yeah, uh, probably a team up. Yes. Because I think Marvel, but yes, this Marvel is because last... based on their breakup mm-hmm. from a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I think Marvel is it kind of at the point where like okay, you're not worth you're not worth the headache dealing with anymore. Mm, pretty much, we really don't want to bring Venom into the MCU or any of the shit you're doing. We'll give you Spider Man back, you know. We'll do something and and set it up that way because it, it it also seems like a. Do we think it's going to be like their version of One More Day? Because that's clearly where this is going. That's such a crappy fucking storyline. It is. It is though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we're yeah. at the point where Peter's identity is revealed. He's he um he doesn't want MJ to be hurt or you know things like he's trying to take care of her. So then he kind of thinks the thing where like I don't I wish nobody would remember who I was or whatever. Then there's all these theories, but uh, about. Mephisto coming in, and there's all this other stuff, and I'm like, can we just stop with the Mephisto shit? Right. <laughs> we don't know if we'll ever see him, and if we do, it'll probably be in the Multiverse of Madness. Because yeah. I feel like that's the only logical way we could go, unless you really want to go full No More Day, which, by the way, everybody that likes Spider-Man hates that fucking storyline. It sucks. Because it's stupid. <laughs> it's about, it ranks right up there with the, oh, guess what, Norm. Norman Osborn fucked Gwen Stacy. It's right up there. Cuz it's right up there, it's dude. It's clearly it was it's clearly the editorial at the time saying, "Well, no, Spider-Man it's J. No, 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 it's better No, this is what it is. It's the same shit every fucking time. It's well, it's better when Spider-Man is miserable and isn't with MJ and people don't know what he is, who he is. So we have to constantly make these stupid stories where we're saying retcons and, and doing this. And that's what I think it is, really. But who knows? Don't blame JMS. J- uh, J- uh, I like JMS. Don't 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 throw him. No, under fuck the bus. you, Michael Straczynski. You fucking suck. You sick pervert. Fuck. I hope we get big enough someday. What to what interview JMS? You? And it's only going to be me because you know he will no, not no. come on the show. You if it's really? You. Oh, really? So he can't hack this question? Hey, what fucking sick fucking drug were you on when you thought you know it'd be a really good storyline? Gwen Stacy sucking Norman Osborn's cock. What what the what what the fuck did you wake up yeah. and smoke to go? That's a good storyline, and I'm gonna be beloved by Spider-Man writers, fans forever. No, we all hate you. We hate you. I can't wait for you to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jerk. 
Why would you pollute? All right. Anyway, like that? but do you think we'll see uh, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield? Because they they were smart to not show any of that. If there mm, is yeah, that in course, this movie, right? they were very smart to be coy with it. Yes. Um. But I don't know. I, I, I don't. It think is. We will, it honestly. is. Is it December? December seventeenth. So I mean, we still have a ways to go. We have like and a hundred some days. Have before you see, as you've out. seen, Shang Chi trailers have gotten more and more right detailed. We don't need to. And by the way, I'm against that. Show, that me, me too. I don't need to see any other trailer. I'm in. I want to see this yeah, fucking movie. Me too. I don't see, too. need to see. I'm anymore. right there with but you. Anyway, Sometimes as you were saying, inescapable. Yeah. As we get closer to release, they'll have more we trailers. Might, yeah. yeah. Um, do I think they'll show up? I hope so. I really do. I I think it would be really really neat. And very meta and, and very just... If, if Sometimes if you do it right, fan service can be pretty fucking cool. You man. know what it seems like to me? Hmm. It seems like this is Sony and Marvel working out their way to take Spider-Man out of the MCU and, and go back That's to Sony. That's fine with me. But here's the thing. You gotta, you gotta let me finish here. Well, I am. <laughs> I'm saying that's cool. You you fucked up my flow, man. <laughs> start over. I was about to lay it down for Just you. Just fucking start over. <laughs> God damn. You're like J. Michael Straczynski. Oh, you fuck. Um, I, no, I, I think it's a cool thing from Sony and Marvel to kind of, I think they're going to work out this deal to take him out of the MCU. But also, I think this is Sony validating Sam Raimi. Because if they bring in Tobey Maguire, they're almost validating. Because... Yes, they're going to bring in Electro. Mm. Yes, they're going to. It looks like Sandman's in the trailer. Uh, I've seen. Maybe, uh, I've heard maybe reports Venom. of Lizard and Venom. Maybe Venom. We don't know. But it, you, there's. Clearly, I think there's people taking there's acid clearly, seeing shit in this trailer that no, I don't. There's uh, clearly a shot of yellow bolt of lightning. So the Electro is in it, and he is fighting Sandman. Sinister Six will be a part of this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but and it'll be cool as fuck. That's what I mean. How big is this fucking movie going to be? Jesus Christ! Like, how how are they going to make this work? In a two and a half hour time frame, that's gonna make sense because I'm 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 trying to think of like what the thunder outside. Uh, it sounded like somebody's knocking on the yeah, door. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, but my my thing is like I'm worried it might it might get too crowded because Spider-Man movies are notorious for doing that. My theory is that the stuff with Doctor Strange at the beginning of the trailer and then down in the basement is within the first like twenty minutes. What about the train? The train sequence. That's going to be way later in the movie for some reason. I don't, I don't know. think Strange... I think It Str- looks like Strange is attacking Spider-Man, does it not? Well, he pushes the, himself apart, but he has a hold of a box, which I'm, I don't know what the box is. Right. No, no, that's what he's pushing him out. I'm talking about the train. I, well, no, I know. No, it looks like he's surrounding him with the train. No, he's showing... I think he's teaching him uh, that... I don't know what you're... I don't know. He, we're in a multiverse. I will say because he's using the mirror dimension there thing has that he been used a, on things. There has been a leaked No Way Home Lego set, and it is called um, Spider Man in uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum Workshop, hmm. and it features uh, uh, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, uh, MJ, and Ned. Ned leads. Hmm. So um, those are the. Uh, oh, or it might be Wong. I haven't looked closely enough, um, but. Uh, uh, so that's no, it can't be Wong. He he's on vacation. Well, I know, but they might have him. People there. are asking, is he in Ten Rings? So that's it's what been revealed that yeah, he's oh he, that's he did okay. That so then that's yeah. why he leaves. In he the didn't beginning. say anything about it. He can't. But yeah, that's maybe. why he leaves in the beginning of Spider Man because maybe, yeah, he's maybe. Go, I'm, my assumption is he's leaving to go into that movie. Possibly, <laughs> he's yeah. literally which is funny because it's like movie. four months later. Yeah, but we don't know in the timeline. We don't know when those two movies occur. See? Timelines. See? There you go. My proof again. Shut your hole, bitch. <laughs> now oh, you're mad because you know whoa. I made sense earlier. Um, you know, no, I'm mad. Uh, we, <laughs> we, well, I'm, ju- I'm, I'm, a li- I'm just trying to figure out how big this is going to be. Because I'm yeah. excited, dude. This Me trailer too. was fucking rad. Like, yeah, I was yeah. so into it. Especially the fact that we didn't get one. We, ju- we, we got the awesome Doc Ock reveal. But that pumpkin bomb, the reason why it was such a big moment for me, because Green Goblin... Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is my favorite interpretation of a Spider-Man villain. Probably one of my favorite villain portrayals in a movie because he just fucking devours the scenery and it's so amazing. Like when he's like, I can quote his lines just from that movie. That's how much I fucking love Willem Dafoe's performance, and especially when he's talking to himself in the mirror. So to have that and Doc Ock was like such a like, and I get it. I know I'm being manipulated because those are my sp- Sam Raimi Spider-Man. That's what I grew up with. 
So clearly they're ripping right into my nostalgia. But you know what? I want to be fucking manipulated, see, dude. How can you watch that trailer and not be fucking excited? I, I watched. Uh, see, that's where and that's where we differ. My uh, seminal br- upbringing with Spider Man was Spider Man and his Amazing Friends cartoon. So that's why a you lot think of this we'll, we'll see a more of a traditional looking Electro from Jamie Foxx because his, mm. his bolts are yellow, not blue. So that's a change. Maybe I don't know, man. I Are you ready for four months or a little less than four months of this shit of like, well, this this particular frame, if you freeze it at this speed, you'll see it looks like a symbiote, you know? It's like, just wait for the movie to come out, guys. It's going to be uh, a good movie. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for The Eternals looks, they finally released that yeah, one that's, too. Yeah, that first trailer that looks. Ki- the, the second, the one that they just released is a lot better. I think it's all good. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Um, oh, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Will they finally explain why the fuck they didn't get involved in Endgame? Because they're not supposed to. Stupid. Stupid. You don't understand. I'm about so sick of Do that. Do you know the I'm Eternals? I'm so sick of that what? fucking excuse that Marvel uses. Well, let's make Captain Marvel in the 90s, but then never seem to reference her until we absolutely need to in the last two movies cause because we didn't think ahead to write her oh character in she's before. She's busy doing other shit. There's no way you can tell me Captain Marvel was an attacked on character. I'm sorry, but it just in terms of the context of the MCU, well, yeah. in terms of narrative, yeah, it doesn't make we sense. We know that. Hey, aliens are fucking teleporting through Earth. The fucking shield heads are telling me I should nuke New York, but I'm not gonna call the intergalactic being that could end this fucking whole thing in one swoop. Come on. Maybe he did, and she didn't come. Maybe he... Have you not heard that theory that he, he did try to get her all those times, but she never responded until then? No. It's... But, no. Yeah, but that's people making... You know that's that people, face you just made? No. That's people making headcanon. That's people making that shit up. <sighs> well, if you read the novelization, it oh really... Fuck God. you! Tell fuck, me in the movie! Fuck, fuck you. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know why I'm so aggro today. <laughs> What's going on? Because... I just want to see this fucking Spider-Man movie already. Dude, uh, some of my favorite memes that I've seen recently on uh, Facebook and, and whatnot on the internet have, have all been uh, referencing the uh, um, the No Way Home trailer. And like they'll show like you know Willem Dafoe um, from Spider-Man, uh, the first one, and then like a little kid. And then they'll you know, be in like... Oh, the iCarly meme? Yeah. Just her drinking the coffee and it's the same. And the, but then it's her like 30 years. Yeah. I, I love those because it totally gets like how I feel about it. it I am a fucking fanboy, dude. He knows it. You all well, know it's it. Like I am. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Now, no, the Spider-Man movies, the, the three Rami ones aren't my favorite movies. They're, They're not. not great movies. Like, I'm not trying to say that they, they don't have their flaws. Hang on. They do hold up because they, for the time and... They are good movies. Raimi's a good filmmaker. Three, even though they had to shoehorn Venom in because the studio wanted him, he still did the best he could with that shit. It was still fairly decent. I think Spider-Man 3 is better than all the hate it gets. Yes. It's still not a great movie. It's kind of like the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. I will say this about the Raimi movies. Uh some of the the action and the choreography and and what he was able to do, except for a few CGI shots, mm-hmm. hold up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. dialogue, not so much, because it is an. Ex- they're all of them are extremely cheesy. Um, it's almost campy. Yeah, almost. Especially the first Spider-Man movie, because uh, he says, "Who? That's a cute outfit. Who made that? Or did your husband make that for you?" And I was like, "Oh boy, that's a 2002 joke." Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of Spider-Man movies, uh, in in anticipation for No Way Home, we are going to do something really cool. Yeah. We are going to do the Spider-Man rewatch. Oh, wait, wait, don't we want to do? Wait, that? Yeah. Spider-Man, 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 rewatch, rewatch, thwip, thwip, thwip. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it's gonna be us along. Flip, what the fuck? <laughs> it's gonna be us uh, along with our uh, friend from the show, our friend of the show, Adam Degenerate. Uh, he is the biggest Spider-Man fan I know. So I, a, I could just call him a degenerate. He is. I couldn't <laughs> do it without him. So um, leading up in the weeks leading up to the No Way Home uh, mm. theatrical release, we are going to be talking about every live-action Spider-Man and 
Spider-Verse. From, from now, basically from now until the release of the movie, when we get time, we're going to do these and record them. These will, and these, these, these will, will be, be standalone. pre-recorded, yeah. uh, and uh, we might- we got a lot of shit going on with our lives. We're going to record those, mo- those, and then uh, Tyler and I might chime in with a little intro to talk about the current events and things that usually, right, yeah, we would right. usually talk about yeah, in a yeah. condensed fashion, and then give you those. I'm so, excited because- Spider-Man, and it's been a long time. I haven't seen the first three, the Raimi ones. I haven't seen I those. Have them on, I have them on Blu-ray. I, I haven't seen them since and that's gonna like be 10 key. years, probably. Uh, we're going to, and it's going to be fun. It, we're going to not only talk about the movie, but we're going to talk about behind the scenes stuff. Cause I'm I ha- excited. Because I have, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Adam has all of the Spider-Man movies on Blu-ray, so, mm-hmm. and all of them are fucking filled with behind the scenes info and shit. So we'll definitely talk, because I really want to j- just go knee deep in this, because I, I, I really do think somehow No Why Way Home, balls deep? somehow No <laughs> Way Home is going to tie in every single live action Spider-Man movie ever made i don't know about spider-verse we're adding spider-verse to the mix because obviously it was the first major release that kind of introduced a multiverse angle when we were talking about this the other day uh coming up with this idea which again i I love it because i haven't seen those first three in a long last time uh and i don't think i ever even gave the other two the amazing ones any real chance at all i I just don't like andrew garfield he's too cool to be peter berger (laughs) um but they this made him a skateboarder. Uh, I, I, yeah, right. I, uh, um, which makes sense with his balance. I uh, suggested putting into the Spider Verse in there because I think it'll give us kind of a, a perspective of the multiverse, so that and they, and they we're may, getting maybe ready for. They it. might bring in Miles in this. I don't know because No Way Home is already pretty fucking crowded. So I don't. But I, I definitely think there's going to be nods to Sony making a Miles Morales movie, which Sony fucking do it because i would love to see a live action miles morales movie that'd be fucking fuck you dope. sony fuck you what you want a miles morales movie if they were smart sony would go to actually i th- i don't think they will sorry sorry go ahead <laughs> i just had a thought <sighs> no uh if they were smart they would uh, mcu would go to sony and say look here's what we're gonna do okay Obviously, you're never going to sell us Spider-Man back, and we're stupid for having sold it to you because now we can't have him unless well, they were you let us. At the time, right? But here's our deal. You ready? We'll give you 25 percent of all gross tickets for every single Spider-Man thing we do in perpetuity. Just give us, give him back to us, all of his shit, all of it. Morbius, fucking mm-hmm. Venom, fucking. Craven, all give it back to us, and you can have twenty five percent of the gross fucking ticket sales for the rest of time. And and we'll even let you have an independent accountant verify that shit, because sometimes they can fudge shit around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Movie business. Seriously, I know. Again, we know that you're never gonna sell Spider Man back to us, but this way we can use him the way we want, which makes may more sense than the bullshit you're trying over there. Okay, and then you get paid every time we use him, right? No, because Sony's like, we should get 100%. Like, fuck you, Sony. Yeah. Sorry, when it comes down to it, Sony is the J. Michael Straczynski of of Hollywood. All right, so that's enough uh, Spider-Man talk. Uh, (laughs) What did you guys think of the trailer? Where do you think the story's going to go? Like, that's that's the the questions you got to answer right there, right? Uh, so I'm excited. December 17th can't come soon enough. Um, still sticking to that theater release. There's also rumors that Venom is going to be delayed again uh. until January. So now people are speculating, are they delaying it because he's involved in the new Spider-Man movie uh. or Spider-Man is involved in the new Venom movie? I don't know. Wait a second. Have we looked at the original release it, dates well, of these? It's it's all speculation. Sony themselves have not come out and as said far as I know, they are delaying it. As far as I know, Let There Be Carnage was finished way after No yeah. Way or way, yeah. way before No Way Home. It was supposed home. to release last year. It was so they they're filming. No Way Home is way more recently made. Well, that's what I'm saying. Venom's filming would have been 2019. So why would they delay the Venom movie because he's involved in No Way Home when they he wouldn't have been involved in No Way Home when I, they I made Venom? I don't know. Doesn't make sense. So fuck it, you, Sony. Jesus sorry. Christ. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell out. I'm sorry. I meant somebody to, crash their I meant car. To go, like, fuck you. I'm sorry. My bad. But honestly, fuck you, Sony. Jeez. 
Uh, there goes those sponsorship dollars. Let's uh let's move to Tyler's long box before we talk to the main topic because the main topic is going to take some time. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's go to Tyler's 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 long, long box. Anyway, <laughs> what's in your long box today, Tyler? Well, let me go this ahead week and fish it out. I don't know why it makes that sound when you take it out. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> uh, so um, I, uh, I, those of you who know me know that I'm a huge fan of Mike Allred, and uh, he is one of the better comic book uh, artists out there. His stuff is original. It's very, it's just you'll have to look it up just to see it. But um, he did probably one of the, my favorite X books in the last twenty years, and that was with I think Peter Milligan called X Statics. Uh, which was born out of the ruins of X Force, and I don't know if you read that uh, uh, that um, storyline or whatever, but it was incredibly violent and very. Um, they basically made the X Force people like celebrities, and uh, it, it's it, you, you got to read it. It's just one of the greatest, you know. It's one of the greatest deconstructions of the superhero. Uh, concept and and also fame and and things like that and it's very to- topical for our day day and age right now. But what I'd like to talk about is Madman comics. Now, Madman wouldn't work if you tried to make a movie of it now because honestly, people would th- say that you were ripping off Deadpool, which is not accurate because Madman doesn't swear like at all. Um, he's not pan amorous or pan sexual. Uh, he's in love with one girl named Joe, and it's a really sweet relationship that they have. Um, but he's funny. He's funny as shit, and it's not like other uh, um, comic books. In fact, uh, there's a sequence where he's fighting a guy uh, who is the muscle man from this circus that he joins to find a killer. And the muscle man is actually a guy who just doesn't have skin, right? So it's like kind of a wacky comic, right? And they're fighting, and there are these great action scenes, but while they're fighting, he's talking about how much he doesn't like fighting. Like, he's got little captions, little thought, you know, captions out there. And, like, it's basically like, you know, the only kind of fights that I like to get into, honestly, are the ones where you have no time to think. Because I got to be honest, I'm kind of a scaredy cat. <laughs> and you know what? And he's, he, he's, a, he's, uh, he's no, he doesn't know who, is, who he was in the past. He's a, re, he's a reanimated dead body, okay? Um, so he doesn't know who he is. And he talks about, like, how existence is pain, and, you know, he's like, you know, if I had the chance, I don't care if I know I could win. I don't want to feel any pain. I'm afraid of getting my butt kicked. <laughs> but it's just a really, you don't see that those kind of sequences in comics. And, like, he fights, like, mutant street beatniks. And uh, there's a guy called Mott the Hoople, this alien that comes down. And that's, uh, or he's Mott from the planet Hoople, which Mott the Hoople is a very uh, influential glam band from, uh, the 70s, uh, very influential on, like, say, you know, T-Rex and David Bowie and stuff and all that stuff. Uh, but if you get a chance, please go out there and check out uh, Madman Comics. You can usually find it somewhere if you have, like, a half-price books or a comic book store. Sometimes they have clearance um, uh, graphic novels. Um, I, don't th- I don't know if the back issues might be pretty expensive because they're probably limited print runs, but... I urge you all to check out Madman. It's one of my favorite comic books just because of the originality and it's fun. There's one where there's another part where he's fighting a guy and uh, he, the one guy, the guy he's fighting says something to him and it distracts him. And he kind of thinks for a second. He's like, I'm not sure. The guy he's fighting is like, where'd you learn to fight like that? And he kind of stops and he's like, I'm not sure. And then the guy throws a chair at him, and he jumps up out of the way, and he just says, "You stinky," <laughs> and and it's totally how I would react, like you fucking douche, you know, like you try, you know, it's just the way like normal people would talk if they were fighting against somebody, like you ass. <laughs> but because it's, it, he doesn't swear. That's cool too, because uh, uh, I swear a lot, so it's kind of neat when you see a um, hero that doesn't and gets away with it, and it's it's still entertaining. All right, and you also want to talk about Trial Magneto. Yes, uh, I did buy Trial of Magneto number one. Um, I go to Mayhem Comics and Collectibles uh, here in, uh, in Clive, I think. And um, 
when you go up to buy your comics, uh, a lot of times some of the first issues or uh, just issues that come out, they'll get a limited, like like a variant, two or three different. You know, some of the variants are like a lot, yeah. but there's a couple that the the store themselves gets for ordering a certain amount or whatever, and they'll put them on display in the little glass case up there. And occasionally there'll be a variant in there that's like fifteen bucks, and either I'm already getting it and I want the variant because it's probably going to be worth something maybe, or it's just a really cool thing. I honestly was not going to get Trial of Magneto, but the variant they had was fifteen bucks and it was David Finch uh, artist, and it was Vision hmm. in his fucking old red and uh, red and green and gold you know costume, which with the the. Dracula looking cape. Yeah, and it's cool as fuck, and it has really nothing to do with the story inside. Honestly, it really doesn't. I mean, Vision yeah, that, appears. That, that always makes surprises me with some variants. The, the variant has nothing to do with. I'll show you some of the variants that I've picked up over the years. Again, if they're more than fifteen, I won't. It's just that's too much. <laughs> um, but fifteen yeah. to me is kind of like I'm already spending twenty bucks. You know what's another fifteen? But um, I try not to. Uh, but. Yeah, so I ended up buying it because, again, I wasn't going to read Trial of Magneto, and I, I read it when I was at work. Uh, I was bored, and it is one of the better X books I've read in a long time. It's uh, kind of a procedural uh, X Factor and X Force. Uh, X Force is out in the field, and X Factor is with the body doing the autopsy, and they kind of uh, juxtapose the two investigative, um, you know, teams coming to the same conclusion. Um, there's a really cool like confrontational scene in the uh, mutant high council chambers, and it's it's just a really excellent book. It's really well done, really well written. Um, the art is fantastic, and just Magneto, you can still do a lot of shit with that character, and I like how they do it. And 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 I do want to reiterate while we're talking about Magneto that there is no finer performance in a superhero movie than Michael Fassbender. When his wife and daughter get killed. Oh yeah, Fastbender. That's in one of the biggest uh, travesties of the whole Fox Disney thing. If they d- when they do bring the X Men back, they mm-hmm. have to recap bring back uh, Fastbender because he did a phenomenal job as a young man. That scene right there, that that's, whole that was fucking heartbreaking. That, that movie sucks, but that he, scene when he says "my babies" and then he goes, <sighs> like, you can just feel the fucking heart, like. The rest of the movie sucks, but that... that oh, that yeah. Sucks. The rest of the movie fucking blows. Well, except for Olivia Munn and, you know, almost nothing. Psylocke. Yeah, what's yeah, up? That, she's Psylocke sucked in that movie, too. Anyway. Yeah, she uh, did. So, uh, it was just visual. Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. um, let us talk about... C-U-P. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about Phoenix Jones. Yeah. The real-life superhero. Now... Here's a question. Have you heard of Phoenix Jones? You kind of uh, uh, re- uh, uh, iterated a little bit of it to me. Yeah, because he rose to prominence uh, where he's really like doing talk shows and shit it, about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 20, I want to say 2011. Is this just Alex Jones? This is, a, you know what? <laughs> this is where we go straight back to tinfoil radio with no warning. No. We're actually talking about no. Alex Jones. But before I mention him, and ta- <laughs> before this week's episode, did you know anything about Phoenix Jones? I honestly thought she was... Uh, I thought that was the name of one of the runners. First of all, it's a he, by the way. Right. But I, I because of the way the name was, and um, there's that runner from the U.S. Oh, with the yeah. blonde hair. I don't know what her name is, but that seemed like that would be a really kick-ass name for her, Phoenix Jones. Yeah. Also, don't you think that, that hair that's would her, slow... That's her superhero. Don't you think that would slow her down? Yeah, so uh, his real name is Ben Fodor, and the thing about Ben Fodor, uh, he actually started doing MMA at a young age, and he did it with his brother, and he's actually was pretty good. Um, he had a pretty solid amateur record. I don't remember the the record ex- uh, specifically. By the way, um, to, I'm just going to go through kind of the bullet points of this video, but you should check out Jay. I'll put a link in the in the description of this episode, but uh, Jay Aubrey does an amazing 35-minute uh, documentary about Phoenix Jones, and it's awesome. He has a lot of really good videos on his channel. You should check it out. Uh, so that's that's going to be my main source of this, and this was also a thing with, you mentioned, Tinfoil Radio. Um, I, I do miss doing a little bit more deep-divey stuff and research-heavy stuff, I but I do want to say I don't want to do that frequently. I don't want to do that weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a once in a while type thing, so uh, just be wary of that. Yeah, that's, so what he said about, that's what he said about the long box. 
Look how that turned out. No, it didn't. That was, that <laughs> that's was always the main. That's what he said about Jake Unlimited. Look how that turned out. Uh, so but he, his secret identity is ex- he is Ben Fodor, and we'll get to that. But yeah, so he's a fighter, pretty competent fighter. Um, and ass. he have, he has some he has two kids, I believe. And uh, I don't know. His inspiration was he had just he'd been fed up, and he had always wanted to be someone to make a difference because he'd been working with special needs kids. Uh, working in school. So he has experience like helping communities and, and doing volunteer work. And, you know, this story goes down a, a, a sad path. But but if Ben Fodor, I don't think, is necessarily a, a bad person. I, I think that he got caught up in something that he created that got way bigger than it should have and caused a lot more publicity than it should have. And I think he just got swept up into it. But so yeah, he'd always kind of had that need to help people and want to help people. So he eventually uh, dons the mask of Phoenix Jones and mm-hmm. starts patrolling Seattle. Uh, the uh, first the first appearance they kind of make fun of his outfit. So then he actually like buys ar- body armor to protect himself. But there are some videos on the internet, and I they're, and they're fucking terrible quality because they're like 2010, 2011 videos. Yeah. Um. It's amazing how shitty quality was. Even right, but just, t- just 10 years ago, and you're like, yeah, these fuckers don't even have HD cameras on their phones. <laughs> they have like three pixels. They can't even shoot in fucking 1080p. It's like three, and they're not even megapixels. Dude, they're, dude, they're dude, pixels. dude, are you shooting in fucking 30 frames? Bump that up to 60. <laughs> that's what everybody's doing nowadays. Hey, it, can, we get two, can we get 250p for the speed? Man, that's fast. Anyway, 720. Uh, what the hell is so, that? So he becomes popular because, of course, he's going to be popular. There's this 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 guy that's dressed up as a fucking superhero running around with pepper spray on his hip and and like waiting for something to happen. Uh, so the and there's videos going around of him actually like saving this guy, uh, running down a carjacker or, mm. or or a mugger. Sorry, he's chasing him down, and this guy's like, "Oh my god, you're amazing, dude! Fucking yeah." And, you know, more and more videos keep popping up on social media or on, like, fucking the news, I guess. Not necessarily social. I mean, Facebook was around mm-hmm. and, you know, Twitter, but they weren't nearly what they are now. Obviously. Doesn't it feel like there's never been a time when YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook were not around? <laughs> it does, doesn't or, it? Or you remember when we used to not have cell phones? There was, was a movie that came out in, like, 2009, and uh, they were talking about Facebook. MySpace. I, one, of the, one movie I watched, uh, Jennifer's Body. She said it came out in 2009 and she says MySpace. And I was like, woof, that's a time. There, there was a movie made recently that's supposed to take place in like 2008, the story. And one of the characters is talking about putting somebody. Oh, a Hurt Locker. Um, it was when that was made, YouTube wasn't a thing mm, right. when the movie was supposed to take yeah. place. But he's talking about put it on YouTube. Yeah. And it's just like. That's a fairly common mistake, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. It just feels like they've been around forever. Anyway. So he'd been going around and pro- patrolling for a while, and then there was an incident. Uh, what happened? I'm fuzzy on the year. But again, watch the Jay Aubrey video. Uh, there was an incident involving a couple dancing. So this couple, they were, uh, it's outside Seattle. They were just, hold, they were like holding each other, right? Like swaying, I imagine, uh, and kissing. Like, according to... What they said, what yeah. the, the couple said. Yeah. Phoenix Jones interpreted that as them fighting. How? Again, okay, sorry. I might be embellishing. I don't think the couple ever said. Actually, rewind. The couple never ever said they were caressing, but they were just saying they were kissing is what they said. Okay. They never added. I think my, my head cannon, my brain added that detail. So they, anyway, their side of the story is, no, we were not fighting. We were kissing. Now, there were a group of other people around them. And I think they were all dancing too, but he thought it looked like a scuffle, I'm assuming. And with his his description of that, but don't pass judgment on Ben Fodor yet. No. Because <laughs> again, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think that he got mixed up in s- this whole scenario. Uh, so apparently he's had somebody with him that was interviewing him, like a crew. And they were like, go over there. go." T- or No, it was his cameraman. So he, the, the reason why he kept popping up on uh, the internet is he had his own site. That he had a guy, a camera guy that he paid that followed him around on patrols and shit. <laughs> it gets it gets dumb. Yeah, yeah. It gets even sillier. But anyway, so he, How? according okay. to him, his cameraman's like, "There's people down there, go help!" And so he pepper sprays all these fucking people, and they're all like, "We were not fighting, we were dancing." 
and all that stuff happens. And then eventually, this leads to the Were fact they dancing capoeira or what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. How, how could you possibly? It's think hard dancing to dancing. People it, are the, fighting. I don't really think there's good footage. How much acid were you on, Super Dan? I mean, I don't think jokes. there's good enough footage to tell. Anyway, sure. Uh, anyway, sure. Leave him alone, dude. Why no. are you attacking him? It's he made a mistake. That's a pretty. How do you get to? Fucking pepper spray everybody before no. you figure out that they weren't out, fighting. You're gonna find out after that the first person you pepper sprayed, you'd been like, "Oh shit, my bad." You're no, gonna, you're gonna find out more with this story that uh, as much as I, I, I want Ben Fodor, I think's heart was is in the right place. He's still alive. I'm calling bullshit on you, I Super think, Dan. I think his heart is in the right place. Super, who the fuck is Super Dan? That's my nickname for him. Just call him Phoenix Jones. Uh, <laughs> you psychopath. <laughs> I don't know why you're crazy for wanting to call him Super Dan because his name you. is Ben. Anyway, uh, Super Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's never gonna end. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I think his heart's in the right place, but I think that he has something where he—I don't think he has like CTE or things like that—but I just think that there's something in him that makes him just uh, sometimes a little bit more aggressive than he needs to be. So he shouldn't be out patrolling the streets. Probably not. So that's gr- why he's not doing I'm it. Fantastic. You know what? Let ben? me let me continue with the story. Sure. So he's gonna—he's being threatened to have charges pressed and be arrested. So he needs to reveal his identity because. <laughs> They're going to confiscate his shit. So, I shit you not, this is real. Like a fucking low-budget movie, there's a press conference with Phoenix Jones. And by the way, at this point, he was doing talk shows and interviews in costume as Phoenix Jones. He had not revealed his identity yet. So, just like a fucking movie or a comic book, he takes off his mask. I'm Ben Fodor. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm Phoenix Jones. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy. So he reveals his identity. You think that would be the end of the Phoenix Jones saga. Well, you're fucking wrong, bro. Because even though he has uh, revealed his identity, keep in mind, he's still an MMA fighter. So he uses that to his benefit. You know, he, call, he's like, he calls himself Ben Phoenix Jones, you know, uh, Fodor or whatever. Marketing, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he does that. But not only that, <laughs> he starts... The Rain City Superhero Movement. Oh my God. This motherfucker made his own comic book universe because he straight up made a fucking superhero no. team. I don't remember all the members. Uh, the, the one member that I remember the most because they married, uh, Phoenix Jones married her. Uh, th- her name was Purple Rain, uh, but not spelled like the rain outside. It was like, you know, the royal rain. Uh, and her, but her, her whole reason of getting into it was she wanted to raise awareness and combat against domestic violence. That was like her cause. That's cool. Which is commendable. I like that. I like that. Uh, and there's other members, uh, of the Rain City, uh, superhero movement or the RCSM. Uh, I don't know the the other ones, but Purple Rain is the one I distinctly remember because she- Did you just with a straight face say RCSM? Yes. Uh, anyway, so they, they do a whole thing about patrolling the streets and making the whole thing. <laughs> well, then uh, last year even, or not even, well, not necessarily last year, but there, there, uh, one guy that was a former member of the RCSM, he says, you say that one more time, shit he, he leaves and he's like, fuck Phoenix Jones. And he goes, listen, Phoenix Jones is a fucking dipshit. He's like, he doesn't fight crime because Phoenix Jones had this thing where he said, like, I solved, like, he had an X number of cases he believed he solved. Whatever. But uh, um, this other dude who <laughs> he sends in, like, he posts a Facebook post being like, fuck this dude. He, he beats up drunk people. Like, that's his whole fighting crime is he beats drunk people. Then he shares a video, which, again, potato quality. He shares it outside a bar. And this drunk guy is arguing with Phoenix Jones. There's a whole thing. And Phoenix goes, do you agree to combat? This is important. And I, I only say that because it's very important. And you're going to hear about this law. And just, you're gonna fucking, it's going to blow your mind. The drunk guy says yes. So now legally, Phoenix Jones could beat the fuck out of this guy. Because in Washington, there is a law called agree to combat. So if I want to fight you and I'm really angry at you and I want to beat the fuck out of you, legally, if I make you agree to combat, I can do that. Even if you're intoxicated? Do you think they're going to fucking say no to that? 
because he was the guy was drunk in public, so they don't give a fuck. That's that's something that a lawyer could think about. But I shit you not, that is a real law. If you agree to combat, so I could be like, you know what, man, fuck you. Do you agree to combat? And you're like, yeah, man, I agree to combat. I could fucking knock you out right now, just knock, knock you drop that? you like a sack Why of potatoes. So that kind of starts Why to show that? that shows the cracking in the arm, like the the pepper spray incident. This incident, you're starting so to see. So what happens with the dude the, outside the, of the bar? Does he kick his ass? Well, the, well, here's another thing to point out. You can clearly tell the guy is drunk. And yeah. You can clearly tell Ben Fodor does MMA because he's got a fighter stance. Like he is ready to knock this motherfucker out. Yeah. Uh, there's that that thread goes no, that thread goes nowhere because uh. it's 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 a random fucking drunk dude. He didn't sue. Whatever. Um. So, but because of that, it shows cracks in the armor, and we already see division in the RCSM, and then eventually they disband. And in that time, in that time, Purple Rain and Phoenix Jones, uh, they did get married, and but oh uh, they did get divorced. Oh my god! When the uh, RCSM, by the way, again, Purple Rain, she actually has a website for domestic violence, which is awesome. So no, yeah. I, I like good her. for her. She's good in it. She's the good guy in this story. Um, at least from our side of it, or from what we know. Uh, so they break up, and so this really starts to put Phoenix Jones in the downward spiral because his superhero team's done, his his popularity's waning, his his wife, him and his wife broke up. Mm-hmm. So, and I think there was rumors that he was. No, actually, I don't want to say that because I don't I don't know if those allegations were involved Drugs. in the video. No, I, no, I, I was gonna say I don't know. I I don't know their relationship and why they broke up. So I don't want to oh, th- yeah, throw yeah, any yeah, allegations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then later on we find out that Phoenix Jones has still been active throughout the years, but last year in 2020, he was busted because he was arrested for trying to sell MDMA to an undercover cop. So he'd been using his Phoenix Jones popularity to sell drugs at this point, which to, uh, to which I respond, but everybody knows your identity at this point. <laughs> but anyway, so he does that and he goes to jail. He's out. Now his whole thing, now his whole social media, he brought back the Phoenix Jones social media, uh, but his activism is a little bit different. He's still calls himself phoenix jones he still uses that name but he doesn't wear a mask or anything and he's like pro vaccine like he's been like hey everybody get the shot so he's been like telling everybody to get the covid shot which was like what a weird turn and then lately on social media he's been sharing pictures of his armor and shit like maybe there's a comeback for phoenix jones so this whole oh boy could the world use one Now keep in mind, I'm just that was just like the Spark Notes version of this. Please go watch the Jay Aubrey video because I I don't know if I'm doing it complete justice because there's so much complete justice. It makes me think this guy's a fucking moron. I I, again, I think his heart was in the right place. He just didn't understand what he was doing because he like I said, it's it's it's. Let's make this very clear. I am not comparing Phoenix Jones to Mike Lindell, but what I am going to say, (laughs) but and what I am going to say. This is a cautionary tale. You can, hell, throw in Alex Jones if you want sure. to. This is a cautionary tale when you build your own reality and you build your own delusions. You eat of grandeur, enough of your own bullshit. Right, you're gonna start believe this motherfucker. You're gonna start spewing he it. He had a fucking comic book style press conference to reveal his identity to the public. Now, at that point, Phoenix uh, Mark uh, Mark uh, or not ben Mark Fodor. Ben Fodor died. It was all fucking Phoenix Jones at that point because that is. Full ego to do that. And then start a fucking superhero team? A fucking superhero team? Yeah. Come on. And he went full villain. He flipped the script and went full villain arc with selling drugs to, to, to it's, people. it's like they took the WWE and they were just like, you know what? We're going to make this happen in real life. And it was the greatest heel turn ever. because he pretty been, cool. He'd been beating up drug dealers For and sure. then he became a drug For dealer. For sure entertainment value. That's pretty cool. But I am glad that he is out, and uh, he he looks like he is getting better, and then that's good. I, I want Ben Fodor and and uh, Phoenix Jones to be better. I just stop because I'll be honest. Fun fun little story before we wrap up the show. Don't touch me. Phoenix Jones had an impact on me in a sense. Whoa! Because there was a documentary, and I don't remember the name of it, but there was a documentary about people like Phoenix Jones that addressed. And it, this wasn't just Seattle; like this was all over the country. Oh, vigilantism is a thing. And this was, believe it or not, this stuff was happening before Kickass. 
<laughs> and the movie Kick-Ass came out. Oh, dude, yeah. Anyway, there was a anyway. DC comic called Vigilante. It was hyper-violent. Anyway. No, but I'm saying like that movie definitely inspired people to do it again, I guess. But even though that movie is very cautionary, I'd be like, if you do this, you will be murdered. <laughs> anyway, I was one <sighs> of those people. Listen, movie. listen, you're going to love this. Listen. I was one of those people. I was one of those. And keep in mind, I was in high school. I was a teenager. Mm. And I lived in fucking Nebraska City, Nebraska. This was never going to be reality. But I created a character called the Crimson Crusader. and I was And I had this like... Under Armour shirt. At the time, I was in shape, so it didn't look like it didn't look really bad on me. Like if I tried it on now, I'd rip through it with my gut. But uh, <laughs> my gut, my gut. But uh, yeah, it it was. I I tried to. Uh, we I I built a whole back. You like, flew too close to the sun. I did because then I was like, uh oh, this isn't a good idea. And then your the went wax on your wings. Yeah, because you know what would happen. You get stabbed. Icarus. That's fucking Let's insane. Let's move on. That's insane. So that's that's the story of Phoenix Jones and the story of how I was kind of a superhero, even though I didn't patrol. Adam was the one who actually patrolled. So I didn't patrol. He did. He did. What, he was did. Your, what was your superhero name? I said the Crimson Crusader. Crimson Crusader. Wait, wait. Crimson. 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 Crusader. 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 I like how you're just oh. like, sorry. I like how you're just like, get your hand off. I'll fucking do it. I, I know what you I'm don't, doing. Jesus. So let's wrap up this week's show uh, with my favorite segment because it's about me. It's Jake's Unlimited. That was oddly sexual. All right, so... That's going on the next Welcome album. Welcome to uh, Jake's Unlimited. If you're not familiar with Jake's Unlimited, Jesus Christ, I blew out the mic. Uh, Jake's Unlimited is, um, I have a Comixology Unlimited uh, subscription, mm-hmm. five bucks a month. I got a bunch of books you can read there for only the low price of, uh, actually, yeah, five five ninety nine, I believe. Anyway. Bezos money. Bezos money. Bezos money. Sponsorship. Anyway, not yet. Uh, anyway, uh, I have one book for you this week. Uh, with the anticipation of Thor: Love and Thunder and mm-hmm. having um, Gore the God Book God Butcher, I thought, why not go to the source? Because ah, Gore yeah. was created by Jason Aaron on his Thor uh, run, and I want to say 2013. East Eastside Ribich, I think, is the artist. Yeah. He's really good. Is yeah. She? No, the, the the art is fucking phenomenal. In yeah. This book. Ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, I've been reading volume one uh, of the God Butcher, and it's interesting because I I never read it when it, again. I think it came around 2013, and because that was this is also where Loki takes I mean, over Sif's body, isn't it? I don't remember. I have a, well, I I I don't remember. I'm still reading through it, but from what I read, what Loki I've been reading, I love it a lot because. Uh, it's told through three different Thor perspectives. It's told from uh, a Thor before he picks up the hammer. Mm-hmm. It's Thor. When he has n- uh, eh. The axe. That Stormbreaker. He has? No, no, it's not Stormbreaker. It's, it's, an a- it's just an axe. Yeah, but it's called something. Yeah. Anyway, go on. But he 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 hasn't lifted Molnir yet. Yep. And then there's a uh, a a Thor that's our time, like more current, more present. And then a Thor from the future where he doesn't have an he has a mechanical arm. King Thor. King Thor, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Uh so it's told through those three's perspective, but it's still told about Gore. Gore is the the consistent thing in this because the 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 future Thor, uh at the end of the issue, he's fighting a bunch of minions that work for uh the, for Gore. And it, it's such a cool story. Um Gore the character itself is such a really cool, interesting thing. And I think I'm just going to keep going with it. And I think once I'm done with God Butcher, I'm going to read God Bomb because that's also on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, but do yourself a favor if you're if you're and I know it's still a ways out, but if you're excited for Love and Thunder and you want to know more about Christian Bale's character as Gore, you got to read the Jason Aaron books because they're so fucking good. And then I love that Donnie Cates did this and somehow managed to tie Null to Gore later on with. Uh, the all black sword that that Gore uses in this gets tied into Venom. It's it's fucking cool. So go check out Thor: God and Thunder, Volume One, The God Butcher, and then keep reading it because it's awesome. Oh, by the way, Jason Aaron, also my f- my what got me into his books was the story called Southern Bastards, 
And it is, I'm going to check, I'm on Comixology right now. I'm going to double check and see if that's on Unlimited as well. Um, Southern Bastards. It is. So you can read, I believe, volume one of Southern Bastards. So if you if you like God of Thunder and you kind of like his writing, I would recommend reading Southern Bastards. Volume one is up on Comixology Unlimited. So there you go. Tyler, I think that's another episode. Yeah? What are you doing? I'm looking up, uh, I think it's Gallerhorn uh, is the name of the axe that he uses before he picks up... Uh, uh, Yarn Yarn Bjorn, sorry, Yarn Yarn Bjorn is the name of the axe that he has in that uh, in that series. Um, that actually kind of played on they they kind of used elements of that in Infinity War and, and Endgame, but they made it Stormbreaker, which is Beta Ray Bill's weapon. You need to give me that. You need to give me that miniseries. You fucking shit. I, I want to finish one? the one that came out this year, the five issue miniseries of Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Dude, that right. one is good, man. Anyway, uh, that's it for this well, week's I'll episode, give it to man. You, all right. Whoa. Hope you enjoyed oh, it. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that other thing. Oh no, you can if you want. <sighs> no. Alrighty. Well, I guess we're gonna end that one uh, in this episode. Uh, really fun. I'm excited for No Way Home. I uh, wonder what they're gonna do there. I'm. Uh, It'll be fun to rewatch all those movies. Yeah, I j- I had to talk about the Phoenix Jones saga because it's such a weird it's story. And th- again, there's so much t- more to it. It's an interesting story for sure. So I I, I cannot recommend enough the J- again. I'll have the link for it for it in the description. Check out the Jay Aubrey video because it's 38 minutes of just it's so great. I love it. Um, yeah. So again, the Spider-Man rewatch will be happening later this year. We're gonna do it closer to the release of No Way Home yeah. in December. Yeah. And uh, we got a lot of exciting. We'll stuff. time it out, correct? Yeah. Uh, you know, you can also check out our off-panel, off-topic YouTube channel. I've been posting video game-related stuff, more pop culture stuff, and we'll try and incorporate that more um, into this the the show. Also, I forgot to tell you what I've been enjoying outside of comic books. Uh, I was gonna say Psychonauts too. Oh yeah. Uh, it's very. Yeah, you told me about this. I, story, I played the. I played the first one. I, I love Psychonauts two, already, and I'm only a couple hours in. Like it, it, it's a game that really. I don't even like platformers. It's a game that really gets you excited to to learn more Get about it because it's such a unique story, such a unique game. I mean, the fact that like enemies in this game are called doubts and and. Yeah. And re- stop singing. And regrets are things that can like the drop anchors on you and weigh you down. Like doubts will slow you regrets down. Regrets will kill you, man. Because most of this story is happening inside someone's mind. Because every level is inside someone else's mind, and you you deal with their own anxieties and and depression and, and mm-hmm. addiction. And it's such a cool way to interpret uh, mental illness and mental health. Because even the game itself at the beginning gives you a warning that it's talking about all these things, and then it says this game is about healing. Mm. And I think with its with its um, tone, I think it's gonna it's a it's a much like Inside Out. It's a a very interesting way to teach kids about mental illness and mental health and and how we should take better care of each other. So uh, definitely, if you have Xbox Game Pass, check out Psychonauts too. And with that, fear of the unknown is spiritual paralysis. And with that. We're going to wrap up this one, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Are we doing pew, 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 pew? We're going to do that to end the show. Why? Because pew, pew, pew is cool. Oh, fucking. Oh, Pay Love Shopping with Jake and Tyler. (laughs) 